This is the episode or the podcast formerly known as Scholarly Conversation, but we've soon dropped the name for something more exciting, I suppose. This is the show led by Yinka and Sadia, and we are back for a second season. <laughs> this is a two-part episode about the UK education system. We're kicking off the season with something close to us as Sadia and I have just finished our A-levels and as ever this one is this is the episode the one about the UK education system enjoy And I am Glory. Do you want to say something about yourself? <sighs> Do you mind thanking personal information? <laughs> you've got my government name, that's all you need to know. <laughs> um, no, um, so I'm Blessing. I'm 18. I didn't, I didn't take A-levels, so I think my conversation today is going to be given a slightly different perspective. I took the IB, but yeah. And I'm Glory. I'm 14. I just about made it through year nine. Um, <laughs> No. I still can't believe you're in year nine. I, <laughs> I just will never believe that. Um, so today's episode is about education because we're all going through it now mm. and I think we all have our experience of it. Um, so I've been on like, um, what do you call this app? Reddit, which is the best app in the world. The deep dark hole of the internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. like literally everything, every it's conversation you want to have is on there and it's brilliant as well. There's a there's a thread called um, Today I Learned and every single day they always like throw one random thing about like, today I learned that um, Stuart Little was actually based on a little child or some rubbish <laughs> like that. There's another one called Too Afraid to Ask. I like that one a lot more because like, it's, re- it's you know how in the climate we are today. Mm, politically correct. Exactly. Kind of thing, yeah. Like here you don't have to be politically correct because a lot the thing about so we have an episode on political correctness as well which mm. like i just I, I just don't like political correctness because i just feel like it's lost in this new world that we live in mm. like it doesn't fulfill what it's supposed to be and i feel like i don't trust people like are you saying certain things because you feel like you'd be judged a certain way if you exactly. say what you really think yeah it's a bit dangerous so like in this app in this um thread too afraid to ask they literally you can ask anything and like someone will give you an answer that's like on topic and like it helps you in your daily life because it's not something about like because a lot of people who say things it's just because they're they're ignorant and no one's there to like teach them and give them knowledge and like people are too afraid to ask these questions so this is just white people asking questions about black hair no it's actually you think it it is so like there's one one question is like how is it an empowering uh, how is it empowering how is it empowering for women to post near nude or otherwise sexually pro um, provocative photos on social media. Oh, that's like, a good one. It's like an interesting, it's like a, an actual question that you can ask that makes sense. I actually sense. don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've got my opinions about that, but you do you, sis. I but have both opinions. I kind of clash sometimes. Yeah. Like you think it's, like, you know. I don't really care. It's not me. Yeah. True. Uh, okay, so let's go back on topic. So, on topic. education. You're listening to In a Room with Yinka Blessing and Grace. 
what do we what what what's our opinion on education? What do you think of education? Um, I mean, it depends on the kind of learner that you are. Like, our education system isn't for everyone. I think that's the first place to start. If you are someone who like you like practical kind of like knowledge, like street smarts kind of thing, then you're more likely to sort of struggle in school. Like, I'm not saying street smart people can't be smart in school. Like, that mm -hmm. is possible. But I feel like a lot of times, if you are a different learner, that you might clash with, like, the system. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not... Lessons more, like, book smart. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely... I want to say... I don't even have any street smart. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just neither. I'm not. I'm, I'm none of them. And I, I clash a lot with school and, like, teachers. Mm. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm troublesome, but little bit um i know for a fact like school system's not for me but it's how i take it like it's not that okay i'm just gonna leave school and i like, go do whatever i want mm. i want it's more of how i learn so i am more of a like watching something and mm -hmm. watching yeah, like someone than like yeah, yeah yeah then i don't know listen or something writing it down or writing down or mm reading of like a board or something i have to watch it and watch the person explain and watch the person write it for more interactive kind of yeah. Thing. yeah yeah for me i actually don't know what kind of learner i am i just feel like i've always just liked to learn and like regardless if the teacher's a good teacher or a mm. bad teacher i just feel like i keep going and like i i'll always go home and teach myself mm, like you're a diy kind of yeah. person yeah mm. and i just think i think the new educate the new like um syllabus and stuff that we have is trying to encourage that more for mm. each student to be like learn learn things yourself or like don't just rely on a teacher and i think that's one of the positive thing i would say about it so like i know like for us now that we're done with the compulsory education we yeah, thank me god so <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh, so long to go um literally I'm not even joking, but I remember doing GCSE yesterday, and now I'm done with A levels. I can't yeah, understand how time flies. It's trippy as hell. Um, so like, um, I remember when they said the thing it was changing from A star to like um, to numbers, to yeah. numbers, and I didn't know why I was panicking because like I, it didn't really affect me that much because at the end of the day, I've never experienced the A star stuff. Anyway, before. same. <laughs> I've n even in primary school, I've never gotten A stars. It was always it's numbers, numbers yeah. or like, um. What is it called? Expected, above expected, or below expected for SATs? Sats? Oh, yeah, SATs. Yeah. That's, that's what we got, so I don't think I've ever got an A-stars. I feel like, a. for me, it was less about, like, the change and more knowing that it was going to be a guinea pig for, like, mm, the new, yeah. like, mm. system. And, like, I don't know, I, maybe it's, just, like, the schools I chose to go to, but I feel like every single, like, year and every big exam I sat, I was, like, a guinea, guinea pig yeah, for, like, a new it, syllabus or something. You had it the worst, because blessing was i don't know if you guys are the same year but blessing was yeah. this the year that they changed it so she had like a few months to like adapt mm. where like uh, in year seven that was like the first the first yeah, you guys have had more time yeah. to prepare so for you it had stuff, to yeah. quickly adapt mm. to it do what what did you pick for um gcse for GCSEs. and then a or ib uh for gcse's i th i took a uh, spanish geography PE for some weird reason like <laughs> the least physically fit person no that was actually traumatic but you learn more science from yeah, that than anything so but um, what else did I do oh I did music as well yeah I did music um yeah that's it that's what I did for GCSEs and then I didn't do A levels as I said before I, uh, I went to I went to a grammar school and then I chose to do the IB which looking back <laughs> why uh but so basically the IB I just 
try to explain it as like concisely as possible instead of doing like three or four a levels you do six subjects and then you have like extra bits like cast tokenee so cast is like extracurriculars you have to do 150 hours that's mandatory and then the extended essay is a 4,000 word essay that you have to complete or you fail it automatically. It sounds fun. It's hell. <laughs> it's hell. No joke. And then talk is just like philosophy, but on steroids. Like, <laughs> a w but yeah, I did, I did that for two years. It's the same amount of time as the as A-levels, but you just do more. Yeah. And do you have the exam split into 12 and 13 or is it just at the end of year No, at the, end, at the end of year 13. I think the only, like, the thing about the IB is you have coursework for every subject. Okay. So I think every subject will have at least twenty percent coursework. Imagine doing maths or coursework. Yeah, God mine was so bad. God I think I, I think my 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 coursework was like how many bluebells grow in different parts of the I country. I that with it every hell. Of my body. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you know what you're doing for? I picked like two weeks ago. I picked PE, music, PE, music. Then my course subjects like maths, English, science. Mm. And then I actually didn't pick it, but they picked me for media. I, oh, I did media. I did music. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure <laughs> looking forward to finding <laughs> out. <laughs> I was going to say we move now. When, um, I'll cross the bridge when I get there. <laughs> it's, it was fun. Like media was probably the most relaxing GCSE I did, apart from music as well. Music was good. Like I had the best music teacher. She's literally the absolute best. Um, so I did, um, I did music, media, business, RE, and history. History was every... Ugh. I always felt bad for you suckers, man. I loved history, especially history coursework with GCSE. It's like, a lot of people always talk about how, like, they were spoon-fed their, like, coursework and stuff. But, like, I think my teacher, like, they, they did that to some extent, but they also gave us, like, a lot of space of mm. where, like, we did civil rights and, like, black civil rights. But not... It's never British black mm. civil rights. It's, it's always, always American. Yeah, because that's... We're all mm. American. <laughs> <laughs> So that was so much fun, especially spending like three weeks learning about all these presidents. And like, I didn't remember writing about any of those presidents because it was just the question was about like Martin Luther King. And then there was one about um, um, Rosa Parks. I think we just had to drop in those like Johnson and like Eisenhower and like those two presidents and just yeah. just drop them in. But it was so much fun. And like, that's why I had to do history for um, A-levels just because. It just it was so good. I don't know. Like, yeah. do you not find history exciting for GCSE? No, <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't pick it. Um, I don't. I don't know why I didn't pick it, but it was just more of like my school. We didn't. We did like civil rights in like year seven, and then year eight and nine we didn't do it. So I was thinking, well, there's no way we're gonna do that in like our GCSE. We're just gonna do it by like Henry the one two. Four, six. <laughs> yeah. Like and I can't. I, I'm sorry, but I can't. And the dates. There's so many dates in history. Many, I can't yeah. remember. So I panicked and I just chose geography. But I'm also failing geography. So geography I know both of them. Subject, um, both of them. No, now you're just coming for no, me. It's a, it's a fake subject. No, I I like geography. I feel like it's an easy way. Like you just have to memorize a couple of facts about rocks, and you can get yourself exactly. an A. That's exactly. so calm. That's I don't so even calm. know it. That's the issue. I don't even know it. And what is it? Um, we were talking about like how can you do geography at uni and come out with a bachelor of science? Yo, like, yo, that's mad like, disrespectful. I, okay, when I was doing my geography coursework, I had to do it with a different teacher. So I go into like I, I was one of the after school sessions, and I'm like, oh, so yeah, what did you do at uni? I was like, I genuinely was not expecting him to like say with his whole chest, I t I took geography <laughs> at uni, and then he said it. Do you know what made things worse? Guess where he did geography? Where? Oxford. 
he went to Oxford to take geography. <laughs> I kid you not. I was yeah. just looking at him like, who's that? I think his name was, no, I, I can't say his name. <laughs> I can't say. He's probably too young. Yeah. Like, he's like 25. Oh, that's, that's actually older than, because there's some teachers I've had that like, literally just came out of uni. My yeah. science that's teacher's weird. 21. My science teacher's No, 21. I couldn't take them seriously, sorry. Honestly. No, but she's extremely smart and she's strict Yeah, too. but you yeah, might but be extremely smart, but like, do you have the interpersonal mm-hmm. skills or like... Experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of young teachers, like, that's another thing with the educational system because obviously, like, there are not a lot of people lining up to be teachers, so they kind of have that's to take whoever, like, sort of, like, and signs up for that, it. like... Because... I'm I'm excited by if I become a teacher. So mm. the only thing I don't want is becoming a teacher for secondary or primary. Yeah, no. I, I that even those kids are disrespectful. No, no, no. Like <laughs> I I don't want to manage behavior. I just want to teach and like educate people because I'm I'm excited about history. So I'm I can I'm so excited to teach history and on that stuff. But like for six formers or yeah six formers like upwards upwards I like that would be amazing. And like yeah. teaching is such a rewarding thing. Cause like I look at all my teachers I've had and like. I think I've been very lucky because I've, I, especially for my essay subject, I've had just the best teachers. Same, where yeah. They're really into their subject. My English teacher in GCSEs, they were, they they were on job like, English. They 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 English was everything to them, and they mm. made it the same for us. Especially because the school I went to wasn't like wasn't the best school in the world, but mm. like they made it the best school in the world just with their excitement. History, the same thing. RE teacher, literally, we were doing. We were doing an exam paper every two days. Like, Wait, that sounds like hell for me. They stressed <laughs> us so much, but it was it was worth that at the end. Well, it was worth that at the end. Let's say that. And like, I, I'm, I, I'm lucky about that. And like, I appreciate those teachers and what they do. So like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why people don't want to be teachers necessarily. Yeah. I get it. The pay is the trash, pay is but, trash, and you but, work. You're constantly working overtime. Hmm. Mm. It's true, and like, you probably don't get appreciated as much for yeah. doing that because even. With the six of I went to, there's some teachers who, like, as soon as school ended, they, they just carried a bag and bounced. <laughs> and then, <laughs> in secondary school, though, though, those teachers as well. And there's some teachers who stay till late. Like, even yeah. they're there at 7 o'clock when we're leaving, or at 6.30, they're there still, like, helping students and stuff. But still, they think, like, we always think, uh, they're getting paid for it. But some yeah, teachers, but they, they think... mostly they not. Yeah. You know the ones that come in on Saturday before, like, exams and stuff? Exactly. Like, I rate them so much. I could not imagine giving up my Saturday for a bunch of... Especially after a week of, like, yeah, being exactly. a student. And a lot of times the students come in, like, stroppy. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to be here. Do you think I want to be exactly. here? Exactly. It's like, I don't, know, I don't understand that kind of attitude. But, like, I don't think the education system doing anything to, like, to control that. Because... Mm. It's like they just think everyone learns the same way and everyone should be taught the same way. Yeah. And like for some teachers who, especially when, if this is their first job, like they just go with that mindset of like, this is what the syllabus says to teach you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow the syllabus exactly as to it says that. And then it gets so boring and like subjects that should be exciting, like learning about hearing the seventh and hearing the eighth is not the most exciting thing in it's the world. Really especially not. if you follow the syllabus as it is, like the students who want to jump out of a building, I'm going to say that. But like, some Our teachers can really make bad, it. though, because they put it up on the wall what we're learning for like next year. And so you can see. So <laughs> we, we know how we're going to suffer. So most people just like, just will come in for their lesson. We just will come to school. Because we like, in every lesson now, they changed it, they'll put it on the wall. Oh, we're doing this in, um, until like November. We're doing this until like, Mm-mm. May or something. I'd conveniently skip certain no. lessons if that was me. Yeah. I walk into class and I just get encored. Like <laughs> so many people that would do that and we'll just cuss the teacher and they will get kicked out of class and we're like, cool. And we learn about something we actually want to learn with other teachers. 
But so what what would you say your main issues are with the way education is at the moment or the way you've experienced? Um okay, I don't know for me it's weird because I just kind of put my head down and got on with my stuff and I mm. feel like especially I loved sixth form because first of all I went to a school where like most of the people there chose to suffer so we chose to suffer together yeah. so everyone was kind of ser- uh, serious about their thing i feel like the vibe in a grammar school is kind of different like i was lucky to go to like a normal school and a grammar school but i think in at like a quote-unquote normal school i think one of the biggest issues w- was like you know when they kind of group like classes based on ability or whatever yeah, I, d- didn't appreciate I didn't that like that i didn't like that because i started off in like a middle class like a middle sort of a mixed ability class and then i, I worked my way up but I noticed that a lot of the kids in like the top end, the, it's not that they were more able than the other kids, but because they'd kind of been labeled that way mm-hmm. and they knew that like no one was going to move them down anytime soon. Like they were complacent. They yeah. didn't like, they didn't put as much effort in. They did the bare minimum, but because they're already in that class, no one was going to like, no one would take the extra effort and like move kids around. And yeah. you had kids and like, like towards the bottom end who were really trying but because they'd already been like put in the bottom classes there was no chance of them like getting exactly. moved up i hate that so much especially when it came to examine like the bottom set had to do foundation yeah but, like, that's I such a that was the stupidest thing because to get foundation if you're saying these students aren't good enough because that's that's essentially yeah. what you're saying by like putting them in the lowest end saying like oh there's no hope for you that's what that's what the students are getting from that mm-hmm. and then like you give them foundation where you know you need to get at least 80% mm-hmm. of the paper or like 90% to get just even a C. C. So like, what what exactly are you playing? Are you just trying to ruin their, their lives? lives? Yeah, because you can, I remember so I remember the day I found out someone said you can get every single mark on a foundation paper right and you're still not getting more than a C. I was in shock. I was like, and this was like, this was for a subject as simple as like Spanish. Mm-hmm. I could get like 70% and that's a guaranteed B for me in a, like a higher paper. The foundation kids can get everything right and still just about to see that's not it's just not right and like they keep doing things like that where like when i got into secondary school i was putting like the lowest set and then like i just i realized that i shouldn't be here because like we did the cat stuff Mm. and but i don't think anyone took the cat seriously Seriously, because we literally just did the sats like two months before holidays so like we were supposed to do that in year six and then that's the end of it until gcc or like end of term end of like year exams but then, like, as soon as we got into the new school, they're like, you're doing a CAT exam. like, And the teachers were like, oh, don't worry about this. Just, like, no, that do it. <laughs> exactly. I feel like everyone did. Because we do just you know didn't what? take it seriously. I was putting fourth set by every single one of my subject. Now I'm in first and second for every single one of my subject. And it was, like, a space of, like, two days they moved me. Mm. Like, almost everyone felt that Well, you're test. lucky they realised they messed up. I know yeah. schools who are so proud and who are so dead set in how they've, like, classified kids mm. that they do not care. I remember there was a guy, I think you know her, actually. I don't want to be name dropping on this but she started off at like a fairly sort of like bottom set and I remember for the, like the first the, whole, the entirety of year 7 they had this girl in a bottom set class she was working you could tell she had potential she had the ability everything but the school simply would not move her because one there wasn't enough space in the higher class and two if they moved her then they would potentially have to explain to their to her parents mm-hmm. how they got it wrong in the first place so that's why I think, like, in terms of, like, classifying kids based on their ability, it's not always, like, as clear-cut as you think it's going to be. Like, some people don't perform well on tests. Like, it's just a fact at the end of the day. Some people are really good at tests, but, like, if you speak to them on, like, 
one-to-one basis like yeah. they're just not conversation kind of person and so they're like how smart they are that doesn't come across in conversation so yeah there's a lot of things that needs to be fixed in mm. education but who knows that's <laughs> my <laughs> but we that's need it that's mine we, that's my phrase <laughs> you're listening to in a room with yinka and sadia oh. it's like what exactly can we do as like pe- as young people as, like, as students because yeah. At the end of the day, we can complain. Like, a lot of my friends and I, we always sat down and complained about, oh, math is too hard. Mm. Oh, history is, like, too many the dates complaining and stuff. Club. But, like, what are we doing with that? What's the complaining doing? Because at the end of the day, we still have to sit the, the paper. Exams. Do, you know what, yeah. do you know the worst thing about being a student is, like, complaining for solid six months. Like, oh, this <laughs> is so annoying. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Day of the exam. Everyone's lined exactly. up outside, ready. Nobody's trying to rebel. Like, like everyone's holding hand, even praying <laughs> that <Brain. please>. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think that that's that's kind of how, like, that's how the system keeps everyone in check. check. Like, we are all terrified of failing. So mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, no one's going to take the risk of, oh, yeah, I'm going to protest this or I'm not going to, I'm not going to conform Imagine not even turning up for you. Yeah, exam. like you're my just God. you're screwing your own self. <laughs> yeah. like, because if you think about it, like it's like every exam you do is to get get you to the next stage. Mm. So when we did the SATs in year six, it was to get into like the best um secondary cool. schools, and we did that. Like I remember people doing the um eleven plus as well. Oh, like yeah. I never did that because I'm like. Saying. Did my, did my mom, <laughs> did my mom know about that? Exactly. Did my mom they, didn't didn't, they didn't even know what that was. So, like, I just did the SATs and got into, like, any school that would take me. Mm. Like, I wanted to go to Cola so much because, like, oh. everyone went... Like, everyone at my school was going to Cola. All my friends were going. I was like, oh... Because I remember that they were all going for the induction day. And I was, I was like, oh, I really want to. And then, like, because I live close to Peckham, they're like, yeah, so you'll be going to Peckham. I'm like, okay. Jesus. <laughs> like, like, take it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what can I do? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have to go to school, my parents get a seat or something. So I went to, I went there, and then what, and then like, when you finish GCSE again, it's like, you do your GCSE so you can get to the best sex form and stuff. Like, so many people were so complacent about like, oh, I'm just going to stay in like, this in school, I can't, form. yeah. I, I can't, can't imagine yeah, that being m- me, God. Honestly, yeah. I, I, literally like as much as my teachers were like amazing and like they gave everything like the only reason i would i probably would have stayed in that school was if i if i did music yeah which gcse music was good and all but like i would be i would feel fantastically if i'd done A-level <laughs> music because it's a next it's an extra like stress yeah, that you have to go through oh like because of history as well because my history teacher was he, he, he knew what he was doing uh, but like the rest of the teachers who made that school into what it was, they they were all leaving. So yeah. it's like, what's the point of staying there if it's like just two teachers, like, mm-hmm. and like two one one that I would only be doing one subject because God forbid I do sciences. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that, see, it's so weird. Like that was the reason why I chose to do the IB. I like, I remember when I was picking like trying to find schools. It was so weird because I think I came off. I came off a certain way because people would ask me oh are you staying at this sixth form? And you're like no, <laughs> but I didn't mean it to come across of oh I want to leave. But it was a case of like none of the schools around me offered what I needed mm-hmm. so I um, I wanted to take Latin and Greek and yeah I don't know about you but there are not a lot of schools offering not. classics That's and usually stuff usually private schools doing yeah that, which so. is quite elitist when you think about it but so I knew that I would have That's to find That's why a lot of them can go into like all these top unis mm-hmm. and apply for classics mm-hmm. Yes, yes <laughs> you know It's a filter in itself it Exactly Like no itself. one Like I did not know you could apply for classics mm-hmm. Like who knew that and like okay. going to a state school Can you guys school? speak English because I'm Classics That's complete. like stuff like Latin, Greek, oh, ancient okay. history all that So stuff, like yeah. instead of you going into like do a, an English degree you just yeah. do classics degree and 
mm-hmm. like you only you would only know that if you've gone to a school where they they taught you latin and yeah. like they, or greek and they told you that oh you could do this at university as yeah. well but if you don't then like only uh, only private schools are applying for those yeah. those yeah, courses yeah. then because no one knows about it no one from state school is being knows taught about, about it, it yeah. so. i remember going to like you know when you have those like oxford and cambridge talks like when they're trying to increase like accessibility to yeah. like those kinds of unis i remember going sitting in the audience being like the only black girl from like a non-private school my god <laughs> and i was just thinking to myself like well, some of these kids have been doing latin since like year seven i like my latin teacher at my like my secondary school she was literally she was my maths teacher but she had a degree in classics so she was offering like um like lunch sessions in it and all that stuff and she was like oh yeah do you guys want to go and there were literally just 10 of us like there were 10 of us who mm. took it all the way to GCSE. My GCSE wasn't even an actual GCSE. It was a Welsh like BTEC GCSE <laughs> that I took to get into my sixth form. But it, it just goes to show, I feel like there are a lot of like little subjects and things that are in place to filter certain kinds of students. Mm-hmm. Like the 11 plus in itself is a fil- filter. Exactly. Like you think about like all the kids in the grammar school, it's not that they're smarter than you. Their parents just knew about the 11 plus, were able to afford like tutors Tutor, and stuff exactly, to prepare. Yeah. I've heard that the 11 plus, you can't pass it based on your intellect you can't then i was tutoring someone the 11 plus the other day and like literally some of the questions even myself I, I wasn't sure about what it was saying because i was thinking like if i was in year six like and i and i just did that like you know even in year six they had the set thing like i was just deep in it the other day as well yeah. like like there's some people who like i was part of the group who was sitting at the back and I thought like we would, <laughs> and then there were some people sitting at the Dude, front as that's well. So sly. So they, oh God, in the I same just class, like so even so in my sly. class, we had the front. I was sat at the back. We had the front people that were smart, but I didn't know if they were smart. And we had like a reading group thing, and the groups always used to oh, and like the the front table would always be like reading the toughest book. Like those ones were reading like To Kill a Mockingbird. Those reading oh. Catching a Rye. We were reading like um. Hunger Games. So we were, <laughs> Hunger we Games were like a second. I'm gonna, nah, I'm gonna, nah. We were second, third. So people in the back are reading Peppa Pig kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. You know the hat, um, the cat in that. The cat, oh my God. That was what they were, what? Dr. Seuss. Oh, no. oh my God. I just clocked that. It was, it was so sly. Like you did, and then like, and then at the end of the day, well, I, I, I swear, I think we all did the same paper. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, pretty Of much. course, like the people sitting at the front, they're getting like, fives and six mm-hmm. and like the, the back people again like they're four three two mm. ones like and like we're just at least we passed it yeah today. i know right you it's, know what's weird um like i get extra time i remember in primary school i was the only person i got extra time and everyone thought i was gonna film so badly everyone's like, oh god it's fine just like relax just do the test i smashed it though and that's like it's a question i wanted to ask like does extra time make you seem like more stupid or something oh yeah see what you mean like just special needs in school i had my mock and again the only person no i had a reader and an extra time i was the only person tie hall they didn't have enough space to take me upstairs so i was like in a hall and everyone else was writing all you could hear was a person reading like the the whole question to me and it was so embarrassing but i do you think I mean, in that case... Even allowed. I didn't yeah. think that's... Like, they can't... That, Shouldn't they have a yeah, separate room? Yeah, they did. Room. Room. But, um, 100%. year 11s had their... Um, no, they had their um, actual exams, and year 10s, as they had their mocks, it was the one day that yeah, everyone Yeah, I fully don't think it. that's an excuse. Yeah, that that's, that's not... not like, that's there's not bare... It was... There's bare classrooms, and especially because, like, the people who are actually meant to be in class were, like, in the exam hall, so they could have easily just taken me. But have they forgotten that kids are, like, actual dickheads? Yeah, like, I they know, were, right? Like, they I will mean, bully you for the smallest, most disgusting things. 
it's I've always like with the extra time and stuff like I think that like education trust me they have so much work to do with like mm. special needs and stuff in schools like first of all the like the way they find out who needs that kind of help oh, it's, it's so like random mm-hmm. like then I remember there's a girl she literally same year as me year 13 she only found out she was dyslexic in her last year of school do you know how she found out she wrote a, she wrote an essay for an English teacher mm-hmm. English teacher gets the essay and like pulls her aside and is like I'm gonna say her name I'll just use a fake name like Jane she's like Jane um, you can tell me like were you drinking or something <laughs> like, spelling's a bit wrong no punctuation like there, there, there's no logic to your essay and the girl like Jane was like no like I wasn't drinking. She was like, it's fine now. You're not going to get in trouble. Just tell me. She's like, no. And the woman printed out the paper, looked at her. She's like, I think you need to take a dyslexic test. Takes the test. Like, she's got dyslexia, like the dyspraxia, the every, you That's name it, she's what got it. to me. You name but it. I got diagnosed with everything. Oh. But in your case, they call it early. So how does yeah. someone yeah. go through your so seven she, she's all the way through to... GCSE yeah. without getting wow. the electricity. She was thing. two weeks away from sitting, like, her sixth form exams before mm-hmm. they caught this. Like they 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 didn't really do that much. Like I can't even remember like what they did in my school for people with actually because I didn't remember. I didn't remember. I just remembered there was bottom set and top set. I didn't remember anything else apart from that. Actually, no, they had like a whole class. That yeah, they had yeah. A whole class we have thing. an SEN department, but what they do really bad. Like I'm one of the worst kids with the dyslexia in my school, and they don't do anything with me. But in tests, they. They make me so special. Like mm. when there's an on mock or there's a test or like I have to do an assessment of like, hey, go go. Like they will print the whole sh- um test paper in yellow because that's my color mm. for me, and they'll give it to me. But I'm like, you didn't tell me how I'm meant to read it. So you there's know? no like they don't prep you they throughout the year. But just like, when there's an exam, they but show because up. Because the head teachers always watching exams. I'd oh. be out because they have like invigilators watching. I'm like, oh, they really did. T- no, they don't. <laughs> I don't wow. know what I'm reading. So it's Even all just lies. All lies. Like I remember. There's only one test we're not allowed to read is, which is drama. I, that's one reason I dropped drama. Um, I had to read on my own and answer the questions. Mm-hmm. I was like... But isn't drama in English and history, like essay subject, the one that you need more you readers need more. for? Because I remember Dram- the drama exams, it's like you it's, get a whole script. It's so. 70% writing now. They changed wow. it. Yeah. That's why I dropped it. Um, English, I always get readers. English... Even maths, I get readers because m- the numbers. It's a it's an essay now. It's not just it's questions anymore. Like I remember in my last uh, test, they they gave me a paragraph just to add up three numbers <laughs> of paragraph. I was like, nah. But no, I failed drama. So I think I did. I on I did one question out of like twenty eight, and I said I don't know, and I put a dot. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I said, oh my I god, don't have know. you guys ever been in that situation in an exam? Where you like you really don't know, or you're tempted to just apologize to the teacher in advance, like just write take it easy on me or something at the front paper. I remember one of my friends actually did that, but it was for the mocks, not for the real thing. Like he just he actually just wrote an apology. Like he read the questions and like he he planned them out, but couldn't write the essay. So he just wrote to the teacher like I've planned the essays, but like I just can't oh because God. like obviously there was all it was that time it was that time where like everyone was like prepping for UCAS and doing all of that stuff so like oh, yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. much stress, stress on you at that time like you had to go for interviews you had to do your, you had to do your um, entry exams then you had mocks as well and oh, it's like where's me. the time to do the revision for this that. exam that you're throwing at me and like that's why I love my history teacher because she actually just she understood why he did that and like it's not like he just slept in the exam he mm. actually he still planned out and it's all tried so it's like so many things that happened in sixth form and like GCSE that 
affected so many people's mental health, but no one knew about it. Like, I fully didn't even... <laughs> this is going to sound stupid, but, like, I didn't think about mental health until I got to sixth form, mm. which is why, like, I was one of those people who had that mentality of, like, it's because they're talking about it all yeah, the time yeah, that, yeah. like, I, people start thinking, mm. oh, maybe my mental... Maybe I do have anxiety. Maybe, like... But uh, when you've got all the names to all that stuff, Yes, yeah, like, it's then you start to... thinking, like... But exactly, it's just because I know the name now. That's why I can say that is what is going on. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, like I just exams freak me out. Like, yeah. like you, I, you didn't know these things because no one spoke about it for GCSE and stuff. It's just everyone just had to do the exams. Like, regardless if you're sad or not. Like, mm-hmm. if you're depressed, are you do you do you not yeah, want to go to six one six? I feel like, and that's okay. For example, if you if they've highlighted you as someone who has dyslexia or something, like they can make adjustments for no, that. No, it's actually but highlight. Like they put it, in <laughs> put, that it highlight. put it in bold, Yellow. dyslexia. But I feel like with mental illness and stuff with students, there is no way of kind of taking that into account. Like, I don't know. You know when you set your final sixth form exams and your unis tell you, oh, let us know if you have any like um, extenuating circumstances, so we know when we get your results, just in case it went badly, mm-hmm. we know what you were going through. I feel like that's like probably one of the only times in like secondary school where some like like the educational system is asking okay what's going on do you want to know before you sit this exam but I feel like every other time you think about your GCSEs like was there ever a point where someone was like oh just let us know if you're struggling with anxiety or depression so we know how this affects you on your exam the only thing I ever heard was like if you need extra help that's but again that's the teachers just being good teachers and being good people because like my English teachers, like, I was even being taught by teachers who are, who, they're not, I'm not in their class. So, like, I had this one teacher, I think I can say her, I'm not saying her name, but she literally, she cared so much about us. Like, she was staying till seven, she was staying till eight. Like, so many of my teachers stay until the same time, just so, like, we can get extra help. And, like, wow. that's on their own time. Like, they could, they could have bounced home at 4.30 oh, or, yeah. like, that, because that's the, I think they're scheduled till four fifteen, so after that they can literally Everything do else what, is yeah. Time, yeah. And like, they're doing all this every single day leading to the exam because they know how important it is to us. And those are teachers that like were leaving, so of course I had to bounce with them. That's <laughs> when I think that. It's like they don't. The schools don't really do anything in terms of mental health for yeah. students. I don't think it's just, and they definitely don't ask you like, are you okay? Unless they genuinely care about you, because mm. at the for most of the most students, like they feel, they they feel like they're just statistics, and like that's what everyone is like. You're just like, uh, and maybe that's why they they do the set stuff because they know at least these set one and two are people who give us the percentage that oh, we that yeah, we yeah, used yeah. to promote our school, put on our posters that <laughs> they put on their posters that seventy percent got a star to a, yeah, I remember this. But they're not talking about seventy percent of the whole population. They're yeah, talking seventy percent of one class. One, yeah. So if, if they come, if they, if anyone comes and knocks, they they actually have evidence. But it's that one class. <laughs> did they say the whole school? No, they did not. Say. Oh, the so ultimate finesse. I mean, my school is different. I don't know if it's because we're younger and like we have social media that's like a really big part of like mental health now. But um, <laughs> my school. I think they think like anyone that's got like any mental health, anyone that's got special needs is like an accessory. No, oh, like they they do that a lot with me and like my friendship group was based because we were all stuck in SEN apartment for like weeks at a time, just like writing stuff about our life and like how it's like 
how we struggle to read, how we struggle to connect with people. That's how we're all friends, basically. And I remember we always to talk about it. We would get pulled out of class. Let's say like English in the middle of English. So not at the beginning of English actually. They pull us for the whole lesson. We missed the whole lesson, and we're in a room writing about our dyslexia. Keep in mind, we can't write or read. <laughs> but they will make us write about our dyslexia or like, I have a friend, I'm not going to name her. She's got mad anxiety, but she's also got Tourette's. So it mm, messes her up. That's a bad, <laughs> like, it's a bad com- com- uh, com- com- what's the word I'm combination. combination. Right? And I remember when she's in the room just with like two t- teachers at the front on their phones and we're like writing she's she's like it's like a breakdown for her and like when she breaks down and teachers come down hug her she'll be like oh yeah the corporate saying oh i t- i took care of the daughter today this this and that and like the parents are like oh thank you very much da, da, da. and i'm like no you didn't take care of her you literally brought her into a room yeah. made her break down and then took her out of the room and sent her home for like the rest of the day yeah well, what's the point of them i think it comes yeah. it comes back to like political correctness like they need to show oh yeah well we're aware of mental illness mm. and of special needs and you know we're doing everything we, we have can. a whole like in our website there's a whole page on how like good our SEN department is and i'm like i've been in your school it's not very good <laughs> we okay we have three rooms which aren't even three rooms three rooms and anymore one of them for like sixth form they change it, it says sen on it but we're not allowed to use it because mm-hmm. for sixth form the other one is for like dra- dra- drama now so we have one room right keep in mind in every year there's about six like really bad mental health or like special needs like in each year six people so oh maths six <laughs> times how many how many how many years one two three listen i feel yeah, seven okay. eight <laughs> nine ten eleven Oh, okay. 30. The 30 st- students in one room for, like... The, the room's, like, half of, like, a classroom, so... The chairs, is like, 15 chairs in it. Oh, wow. So everyone's just standing, and they're like, oh, today we're going to work on, like, speaking. It's patronising, wouldn't it? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Patronizing. It must feel so, like, it's ridiculous. Because a lot of teachers, obviously, they think they're helping, but the way they, they come across, it's like, you just want to throw a chair at them, because yeah, yeah. they patronise the life out of you. It's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Yeah. Do you, like, do you, it's like, just speak to me at, on the same, like, as as though we're on the same level. I know yeah. you think you're smarter than me and all of that stuff, but, like, it's absolutely fine. Like, just ask me what's going on with me and let me tell you. Don't, like, assume anything. Don't mm-hmm. assume I'm dumb because I have this thing or I have that thing. Just let me tell you about me like don't project anything on me and like a lot of teachers do that a lot where they think because oh he filled that one math paper in year seven he must be or like that one math paper in 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 year six he must be very stupid let's let's put him in bottom seven really help him out it's like like they're reaching i I don't know i don't know if it's because they get like more funding for kids that sort of need more help so they're constantly reaching like grabbing at straws like it's okay to have one bad day do you know what i mean and I feel like in trying to find as many kids as possible that have, like, issues for funding reasons, they miss out on people who actually need the help. Because yeah. sometimes, like, education, educational needs aren't always obvious. Like, I told you about that girl. Like, she went through over how many years of school? Mm-hmm. Went completely under the radar. Meanwhile, I know that there are certain kids who failed one maths exam and they're running after them, like, is everything okay at home? Like, do you need, do you, should we take this test, that test? Yeah. It's kind of like, come on. I think it also comes down to the parents as well because, like, I think the more involved your parents are in the school stuff, the more, like, the teachers always check up on you and stuff. 
because like I knew from my parents they never like came into school to, ask, to, to like complain or anything so like it's just me like I'm just I just do stuff myself and I'm okay with that like it's not like if I needed my mom to come in I would tell her and then she yeah. would actually come and take the day off work or something but for like because I've seen so many people in in sixth form and in like secondary school where like their parents are at the door at the end of the day ready to like go with the teacher oh like God. any argument like you talk to my kid I'll, I will not have it like they're they're ready so like yeah. all the teachers are always making sure that they give extra care to those people because they know their parents are ready to to like attack them if they need to and like yeah. think you i wouldn't put the blame all on like the school and the teachers because i think it's also just how the government are funding the school because you need x amount of students to be coming in like especially with the attendance stuff you need yeah. like they can't give students the um what you call it, bursary if they're not coming in mm-hmm. or like you can't get as much money as you need to help your kids for bursary if you don't have uh, that amount of stu- like x amount of students coming into that school mm-hmm. so like classes are being like over like too many students in the class not enough like teachers working it's like so you have a class with like there's supposed to be 15 people in a class but then you have a class with 30 people and one teacher so like how are you supposed to learn when there's five people talking at the mm-hmm. back because and then like the people who are listening the teachers are yelling at those five people saying like what are you doing like listen it's like it's too big and it's not just it's not that those students those five people talking don't want to learn it's just that how can you concentrate when there's like 30 people with 30 different needs in that yeah, class yeah. like again it's it, then all not going to learn in the same way like me just reading on what's on the board and say that's not how everyone learns yeah. like as you say you're um, like visual yeah. learner like i like to like read and take notes myself but and like that's two different people in the, in the same class so like so if if i it, and then if someone just likes to listen to someone and take notes like that person will probably gain more from that but the two of us what are we doing like you're failing exactly <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's weird personally for me right is i don't think mental health is just like a mental health issue i Mm. think it's it can especially for me it's definitely more physical because i feel like um with my startup when i'm in a room and i don't understand what's happening and the teacher's saying oh like if you're explaining something to me and you know for a fact i'm confused and my face is like what's happening and you pick me say like the teacher will be like glory do this and i'm like and that <laughs> makes me so like anxious yeah, like so it just and, adds to it and it gets worse and worse and worse and like i remember i've gotten uncalled in trouble so many times for not speaking fast enough for taking my time really like i, I remember one time this i'm not gonna say his name but he has such a weird name right and i kept trying it's a d i kept i kept trying to like call him and i was like mr he was like why am i mocking my name and sent me on a class i was like and he knows you have a stutter. He knows. That's, like, afterwards, he came to come talk to me. I cussed him. I was like, no, you keep on calling me, but I can't say your name. He was like, what do you mean? I said, I have a stutter. He was like, oh. Sadia's here. Sadia? Um, yeah, so we're just talking about, like, what we'd see, what we'd like to change about the education system. Okay, wait, is this official podcast stuff or... Yeah, of course stuff? official. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's like we're, we're recording live now. <laughs> um, do you have anything? Or oh, um blessing, do you wanna go first so No, no. I'm just thinking about my credits. <laughs> <laughs> the education system. So I mean, as people 
schools tend to say it needs to prepare us better for life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about right now? Because well, well, a, a little bit. Yeah. You're yeah. on the right. You're on yeah. track. Keep going. Do your thing, girl. Yeah, like we need a better life curriculum because right now it's very much you take notes down, you memorize the notes, and then suddenly that's supposed to be applicable, which it is for tests. But what does that prepare us for, really? Mm-hmm. I've just realised that I don't know how to do my taxes. <laughs> like, I've done all these years of maths and I don't know how to do I my taxes. I still want to know what algebra is for. I'm still waiting for that answer. No, like, exactly. Like, we have PSHE lessons and we learn these things, but then in general, like... But then again, like, Sadia, like, that's very specific to our school because, like, I think, like, we're kind of lucky in terms of, like, we have some some advantages that like not a lot of other state school have where like oh, yeah, exactly. as you say like we get those PSAT lessons which again it's like pe- it's not qualified people who are telling us it's just teachers who have been taught this by someone and they're just re- regurgitating what they've been told but like even yeah. that not not a lot of school have that so yeah, they don't even know that PSAT, so. yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the PowerPoint slides that they probably used for the last three years or something. Yeah. I think there was once when they were, they were getting a PSAT and I could see, I think it says the date then, it says 2016 or something. I was like, okay, oh, wow. cool. <laughs> or the information that's all. Yeah, it's like, it, it, I mean, it's all applicable anyways. It's the same thing. So just learn about the same mental health. But yeah. So we've, we've spoken about how like... um the difference between GCSE and A-levels, kind of, and, like... Oh, the main thing we spoke about is, like, in terms of, like, having special needs or, like, having mental health issues, like, how the school go about treating that or, like, um, how they go about that in a way that's not patronising or in a way that's, like, not contrived. Yeah, I think that's extremely important because right now, you know, we pay lip service to these things. Like, if you have a mental health problem, there's counselling available to you. But we should also make the classroom a bit more adaptable to people who are going through mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. Just like we make the building more adaptable to people with disabilities. Like we have lifts for people with uh, physical disabilities. Mental health is actually very serious. And yeah. Yeah, put some colour like, in it or something. Let's for see. example, um, I have a friend who has quite acute social anxiety. And she's very smart, but she won't put her hand up in lessons because of her lack of confidence. Yeah. Something needs to be adapted for her because we know she has good ideas, but the teacher kind of dismisses her because they're not aware of her anxiety. I think also, like, some teachers just always focus on the people who put their hand up, up a lot. Yeah, oh, that, dr- that used yeah. to drive me mad. It's the like, ones with the more um, obvious personalities, they do tend to get more focused. Mm-hmm. But you have an obvious personality in class. I mean, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say... I. Shit. I wouldn't say I go. I get more focused all the time because. Well, I, you wouldn't say that because you're probably used to it. Oh wow! Oh wow! Come for me, why don't you? But like, but you you have it as well, though. Remember, we're yeah, the we're that. the same personality type, so don't even. I get it for the bad um, reason. Don't get yourself up, Yinka. Um, are we not both INFJs? Yeah, you can announce that to the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um. But you also can't blame the teachers for that, though, because, like, some teachers, they really do try to get everyone included, but 
they can't like just think about being in a in our school we have 40 minutes and like you're trying to get everyone's like input in the conversation especially okay we have a single it's 40 minutes you're trying to get everyone's input and you've asked um when did the reformation start like every like this is something that everyone's learned together in the same time and like if you've yeah. done extra work that's good for you so like why is it an issue that no one's putting up their hand like how can the teacher go about solving that it's like obviously just in, in just for, for the teacher's sake to be able to like get the lesson going and like finish what they have to teach in in that time period they just pick the right or they just pick the first person who puts their hand up or like if it usually is the same people and the teachers will call that out they would say uh i want someone else to, to answer the question this time but if no one else is putting up their hand you don't want to just call out a student who doesn't have their hands up maybe they genuinely don't know and then that becomes yeah. embarrassing it's like uh how can you not know this one thing that we spent so long on but like i just don't know it like that's why my hand yeah, isn't up that's true but then you have to consider that some people with things like anxiety and panic disorder they will know the answer but they won't be able to say it and then that adds to their lack of confidence when they can't answer the question there and then how would you solve the issue then because i think what what would be the solution i mean um we brought this up at my secondary school um, school council right mm -hmm. and um it actually worked in history we had uh two students who had um presumably anxiety issues that's what i think um but they were taken out of class like their ability wasn't less than the rest of us but they were taken out of um, each lesson and essentially mentored two on one and that proved really effective for them okay and you don't think that's patronizing in any way would you rather not be in this in a class with other students getting the same experience than being like constantly shoved in a room with just teachers like what's the word when they're hovering hovering over you all the time that's what i get every day i mean you have to think about it because if we're considering these issues on the same level as other special educational needs, what's better? This kind of exclusion where you get um, intense focus on those students' individual needs or just letting them be part of the rest of the class where they're going to struggle and we know they're going oh, to struggle. Okay, so we're going to ask Glory. Like, Glory's going to speak because she actually experiences this on the regular. Um, nope. I think my answer to that is like speaking from experience it sucks more when they pull you out of lesson and makes you feel like you're not like like the rest of the kids you're not like the rest because like i've literally happened last week pulled me out and they were like oh well, we're going to teach you but it's going to be at a, a slower pace but it's like i i understand what they're teaching me but because i've just been labeled as a girl that can't read or write or spell it's just it's really weird and like everyone knows this right so like if i if i'm reading a book out loud and what well, a little part of it out loud and i say, say like the the wrong word in because i know what it is i just need time to just process it and i say mm -hmm. it another person will just quickly jump and help me and it's like i'm not gonna ever say the word yeah if you don't not, yeah. let me say the word yeah you don't get space yeah. to grow like it. but that also makes like anxiety and stuff even worse because being out of the class doesn't help you in the future because i'm not gonna be out of my work i'm not gonna be work like just walking down the street saying oh, i can't go to work because i've got anxiety mm. i'm gonna have to face at some point and school is meant yeah. to school is meant to be like where you practice practice mm -hmm. yeah practice over and over and over again and i feel like 
it kind of depends on who you are because i know some people hate like being a lesson so they'll rather go out and be like oh i can't do it i've got dyslexia mm-hmm. but it's it's a case of like at some point you're gonna have to do it so just firm it now and <laughs> just move. Firm that's it. true yeah let me let's move so don't you think it builds your confidence in any way like when you're taken out and your needs are focused on like if the the fact that the other students knew was like taken away do you think it's beneficial in any way yeah hundred percent especially if like if it's to if you're taking me of the lesson to explain something that wasn't explained in the class like if no like if a word was said and i didn't know what, what, what the word meant like if you're going over that or you're kind of just going over the lesson saying oh in case you missed this and that that's fine but when like it's in the middle of a lesson mm-hmm. and like I'm not showing any signs of like confusions or like not not knowing what's happening. That just makes me feel oh like I'm not that good. Like I don't think I'm as good as as what I think. So it's just it depends. But no, it hundred percent builds my confidence when like they're like oh Gloria come and help you. That makes me think oh you actually do care about me. Yeah. Also, it's a bit of a balance issue. Yeah, it's just I think it's more if. I say, or if I put my hands over, like, I don't understand what you're saying. And not everyone can do that, but personally for me, it's if I put my hands up. It might be worth letting the people with those issues and those problems, like, decide how they want the school to help them, kind of thing. Because it's not a a sort of one-size-fits-all solution. I think it's going to be different for each student. So talking to the student individually and finding out what works best for them might be a good way to start. Yeah, I think that our school's approach, Parsons and Sir, just like hang on to it with still students. Oh my gosh, don't even <laughs> say the name. Don't say the name. <laughs> We've been avoiding name yeah. dropping. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just um, blank it out. Yeah. Um, the way our school, our anonymous school, does it is good. <laughs> um, how we have labs, so students can approach their teachers one on one so that, you know the teachers can address their direct needs yeah yeah that's good because like we do have like that two hours every tuesday where like you just go to teachers and like talk and it's not in front of the whole class where you know when the teacher talks in front of everyone like did everyone get that? No one puts their yeah, hand I'm up. Like, put my hand well, up. I put my hand. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I know. They choose me anyway. Even if I don't put my hand, they choose me. Like, do you not understand? People are afraid to say they don't understand. Exactly, because like, and I. You're really confident in yourself. Yeah. I understand. Like, it's my own benefit to say like I don't understand, but like, again, like what what I was saying before, like kids are dickheads. Like they will try. They will be able to say, oh, look at me they'll be like oh that person is like holding us back like why are they even in this class like then when they make a mistake it's like oh it's not a big of a deal anyways um well we've run out of time for this episode i think it's probably beneficial to continue this next week the same conversation and same topic so um not on the mobile um (laughs) so any final things that you'd like to say before we sign out No. Surprise phone calls. <laughs> no, stay in school, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stay in school, kids. And yeah, so what would you guys like to say to end up? Um, yeah, stay don't in school. judge a book by its cover. <laughs> <laughs>
That's all we have time for in this episode of In The Room. For the first part of the education episodes, the one about the UK education system. Join us next time in the room for the second part of the of the discussion where we are joined by Prosper and Leona. We'll be talking about the middle class and education. Is education a middle class game? Also, Sadia will be here in person. Until next time, you've been listening to In A Room with Yinka, Sadia, Blessing and Glory. For more information or if you'd like to join the discussion, follow the podcast on Instagram at In A Room Pod and tweet us at In A Room Pod, hashtag In A Room Podcast, hashtag the one about the UK education system or hashtag T-O-A-T-U-E-S, hashtag season two. This is Michael Jackson's They Don't Really Care About Us. I thought it would be fitting for the education and the discussion we'll be talking about. Thank you for listening.